Did you know that Old Pre-Meds is now part of the medical school headquarters, which you can find at medicalschoolhq.net? The medical school headquarters includes the Pre-Med Years podcast, which has now been out for over three years and has over 169 episodes for you to listen to. Again, go check them out, medicalschoolhq.net. This is the Old Pre-Meds podcast, session number nine. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, or now you're changing careers. You're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome back to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, or welcome if this is your first time. You can find the Old Pre-Meds Podcast website at oldpremeds.org, which is where our form lives, which is where we get the questions to answer here on the podcast. If you've yet to create an account, go to oldpremeds.com and create an account and ask some questions, and we'll answer them here on the podcast, as well as you'll get uh, some answers from our awesome community over in the Old Pre-Med world. Now, Old Pre-Meds is the, the, the place for non-traditional students, for older pre-medical and medical students. So don't let that discourage you. If you're a traditional student, there's still a ton of great resources, ton of great information available for everybody over at oldpremeds.org. Let's get into today's question and welcome Rich to the show. And as always, I'm joined by the amazing Richard Levy. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yourself, Doc Gray? Again, I'm doing very, very well. Thank you for asking. I want to start off this podcast by making sure that people understand that we're at episode nine. There are eight other episodes that you can go listen to, including our intro podcast at opmpodcast.org. If you have questions for us, you can go to oldpremeds.org and ask right in the forms if you register for an account if you don't already have one. Today's question, Rich, is about residency matching for older students. This person asked the question, I will enter into a residency program in my later 40s. I imagine pediatrics, family, and internal medicine, and psychiatry will be amenable to the older resident. But how about surgery or emergency medicine? Unfortunately, my only interests are the latter two. Have any of you had experience or heard tales of whether older fourth years are not considered for or are at a significant disadvantage for those two specialties? It's interesting and somewhat counterintuitive that older students in some ways have more of an advantage in residencies than traditional students. Residencies are, while they are finishing your training in a specialty, are in fact a job. They expect you to work in a small group, be responsible for what you need to do, be able to keep up your peace, be able to work with the others around you. I've often come across traditional students who've gone through high school to college to med school and have never had a job in their life. Older students usually have worked. They understand what it means to be responsible, to be on time, 
to be supportive of your team in doing that. The other thing that helps with older students in this case is the ability to network. While going into residency has a lot to do with your board scores as you've taken medical school, there's a, a significant amount that has to do with networking, letters from your professors, how you do it in an interview, the small group dynamics around you. So I think in some ways there's less of an age bias for older students in most residencies than others. Having said that though, each medical specialty does have its own sort of culture. Um, I certainly have come into emergency medicine people in their 30s and 40s who went to med school, graduated at 40, and gone into emergency medicine. People have gone to things like anesthesia, then residency, then critical care. Um, so I don't really find a bias on that. Surgery, I think it depends on the surgical specialty and depends on the culture and the program. The other issue is that as residency slots become more competitive, we're growing the number of medical school graduates, but not growing residencies as fast, there'll be somewhat more competition for these slots. And that may be more difficulty. But certainly it's not something that a student should give up on just from projecting a stereotype for what the future may be. I think older medical students, if they're successful in medical school, have done well in their boards, have done well in their rotations, have done all the networking necessary to get into a residency slot, probably have as good a chance as any other student at landing a spot for most specialties. I like the the biggest distinction that, that you made at the beginning was how non-traditional, non-traditional students probably have an advantage for residency interviews because they are a job. And... And I can I can speak directly to this, having gone through uh, residency interviews and my internship interviews. They are interviewing you just as much as you are interviewing them for a spot because they want to make sure that you are going to be able to fit in with typically a small group of people for the next three to seven years, depending on how long the residency is. And so age at this point could be a huge benefit for you because you are somebody who is more experienced and has had other jobs and has lived life beyond being a student. So it's I, I definitely agree with you that it's a, a benefit and not a hindrance. It's one, it's one of the few times I was very surprised when I started hearing this about a decade ago, and it's certainly been true since. I've certainly seen no evidence of specific bias. Would I suggest some specialties are somewhat against it? Perhaps but I don't think it's something a student should give up on just because they project what their age may do to them. All right. Again, it doesn't matter how old you are, whatever you want to do, you can make it happen. That's, that's really the, the story. As, as a non-traditional student, your age isn't a burden. It's a strength. Accept it and push forward and you'll be great. I hope you got a ton of great information out of the podcast today. If you want more great information from the medical school headquarters, go check out mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. That will be our home for quick links to all of the 
media that we're producing, hence the name mededmedia.com. Right now, as I'm recording this, it has the old pre-meds podcast and the pre-med years podcast. We're working uh, with a company, possibly, and it, it's likely to move forward on a MCAT-specific podcast, which is awesome. We're working on a medical school, medical student-focused podcast. So there's a ton of great stuff coming your way over at mededmedia.com. But don't forget to check us out every week here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. You can subscribe for free in iTunes, uh, on your iOS device, on your Mac, on your Windows computer. If you have an Android device, you can subscribe. Google Play is now uh, rolling out podcasts through the Google Play app. So check out the for, check out our podcasts on the Google Play app or whatever podcast app that you use on your device. Subscribe so that every week for free, this podcast shows up so you can listen to it. Until next week, have a great week. Be productive, keep pushing forward, and stay motivated on your journey to becoming a physician.